Welcome to Let's Be Real 100%, where we are 100% real about life. We know that life happens and we are here to talk about it. And when I say we, I'm talking about it's all God and little old me. Join us as we jump into our topic today. Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real 100%. We're 100% real about life and we're definitely here to talk about it. Listen, y'all know the last episode I had a moment of transparency. You know, just was thinking about a lot of things. Um, but this has been on my heart for the last couple of days, even after that. Um, it was like, have you ever felt as though you've done something so bad that you don't think you are worthy of God's love, grace, and mercy? let alone his salvation. Have you ever felt that you've gone so far that you feel like you're unreachable? Or have you ever felt that people have just disregarded you or talked about you or said things to you that made you feel like this is just it, you know? This is, there's no sunshine after this you know there it can't be nothing good out of this because you know this person said i'm my daddy's child or i'm my mom's child and it can be in a negative way you know um but to know or if you've ever just or if you are in a you know a lifestyle that is displeasing to others or if you're doing something that's displeasing to others rather it could be living in the lbgt world or smoking or drinking or just you know as they call it quote unquote living your best life out there uh, and again like you said like i said you feel so far off from living right you don't even think to even come to live right because you feel like everything is okay um whether somebody just pushed you out there or you've seen some christians or some people who call themselves believers um act a certain way or and or judge certain people that live a certain way then you don't want to be that kind of christian you don't want to you don't want that God that they're serving because if that God, you know, is mean and judgmental and, you know, always coming at you, you know, sideways and sending you to hell already, then what kind of God is that, you know? I know when I was living the lifestyle, you know, as a lesbian and drinking alcohol and, you know, feeling like, you know, I was unworthy already, but when I had friends and family and, you know, even my own self, you know, condemning myself, saying, you know, this is what I've been fighting with. I can't, I'm not going to be able to get delivered from this. You know, I don't want too far, you know, just, and even, even in that, 
you know, feeling good about where I was at. You know, I didn't feel like it was a problem. This is just what my mind was. I didn't feel like it was a problem. This felt more comfortable to me in this life than trying to live right, you know what I mean? Um, and this been going on, you know, for years and years. And it's like, you know, all you hear is, oh, well, you know, you're going to hell. And, you know, I don't didn't feel any grace, any love um, like I thought I should have, especially dealing with the issues and the demons that I was dealing with. And I know, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who may have felt that way. You don't even have to live the lifestyle in the LBGT or, you know, be an alcoholic like I was. But, you know, you're living a lifestyle that is beneath what others say that you should be. And they done already sent you to hell with ice draws on, you know, in the ice basket or however they used to say it back in the day. But I want to come to you and tell you that God is not like man. It's not that it's a license to keep continue doing what you doing what you are doing. Absolutely not. But once you truly acknowledge that God is not the man that you're talking to or the woman that's been talking to you or the Christian that is walking back and forth and just, you know, you know, just, it could be anybody. It don't even have to be a Christian, but, I, you know, it just happens sometimes in the church that way. Um, but it could be anybody that looks down upon you. But know that God is not like that. God is a God of grace, love, and mercy. And he made you in his image in the beginning. He crafted you he thought about you he knew exactly how he wanted you to be um also he died for you like even when i was thinking i was thinking back for my own life you know that god literally and i say everybody keeps saying you know, over two thousand years ago but i feel like i don't know it might be longer than that now so we've been saying that for years um but in that time where he literally gave his life, you know, he continued getting beat on, you know, he continued to get his body broken down without saying a word, you know, and then to have to hang on the cross for you and I. And while he's going through that, we are on his mind. Like, we wasn't even thought of back then to people. But he knew what he had to do. He continued to go the path that he was called to do. You know, what, what God had told, what he sent him here for, to be the perfect lamb to die for sinners like you and I um he knew that we were going to rebel against him he knew that we were going the paths that we were going to take he knew all these things but yet he died and when he said forgive them for they know not what they do he wasn't just talking to them the people that was around him the people that he 
that was beating on him and talking bad about him and all this other stuff. He was talking about us too. You know, because we know not what we do. We don't know the destruction that's before us if we continue to deny him or continue to just, you know, blatantly ignore him pretty much, you know. Um, but all of that was for us, the generation before, after, and forevermore, however long, you know, we'll be here on this earth. But I truly believe, of course, that he did all for us. So to know, I don't know everyone's story. Um, I just know mine and the ones I've been told, you know, about, but for the ones who are out there who are really, really hurting, who are lost, who are, have been touched in the wrong way and have not found their way back um, to who their real identity is. Um, a lot of people judge, and I can the only reason why I'm talking about it is because I know it, I done lived it, you know. I, I'm not gonna say I ever wanted to change my gender, but I did act like one, like I, was the controlling one. I was the one who, you know, handled the money, you know, handled the way the girl dressed and how, you know, where and when we went out and who she hung out with. And, you know, I was that one. Like, I was that one. I wasn't controlling, but, you know, anyway, that's not defining enemy, but that's just who I was. I just wasn't trying to change my identity. Um, but my spirit man, well, my fleshly man, um, wanted to be that dominant one who was able to, I guess, wear the pants. I can't really describe it because that's just what it was. And, um, you know, it made me feel comfortable for some reason. Like, it's crazy how sin makes you feel comfortable, make you feel so right. And knowing it's all the way wrong. Um, I mean, I was out there in love, you know, I was out there in sin, but, you know, it just felt real. You know, that's how the enemy makes it. But anyway, um, even out with all that being said, you know, we don't know everybody's story and why they are the way they are at the moment. I can't tell you, oh, well, this transgender wanted to be this gender because that's just who they thought they were at birth. You know, that's what they are manipulated to feel like. You know, the enemy comes in to make you feel odd, you know, not knowing, not saying all of them, but some of them may have been touched at a young age and really just felt like okay well this is what sorry about that but um again we never know um if that you know one was touched at a young age and that's all they knew or you know something happened traumatically in their life where you know they just didn't want to be who they was anymore i remember as a young girl um that I used to, I laid on the trampoline in my backyard, and I'm sure I've said this story before. Um, I laid on the trampoline one night um, while I was back at home, and as I was laying on the trampoline, I literally buried my personality and everything that I was, the purest part of me, I felt like I buried there, right? And... I, when I got up, that's when life truly just changed for me. That's when I, my eyes began to open 
to certain things that was going on out there, you know, as other children, other teens was having fun out there smoking and drinking and having sex and, you know, doing all the things that look real interesting to me, you know, something that I wanted to try. Um, and I did. Um, and I, you know, got caught up in there, not, 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 not caring about how it affected other people around me, you know, so, um, and then as I got older and as I dealt with the things that I've dealt with, some things is not even the fact that you're being touched by someone, it's the fact that generational curses are there as well. Um, as I look back over my family's life, you know, they dealt with incest, they dealt with, you know, gayness and lesbian, lesbianism, and they dealt with alcoholism, they dealt with, you know, being, smoking weed and drugs and, you know, all these things, and, you know, it's not like something that sometimes you don't ask for it, it's just something that you walk into, and it's like, it seems so easy because it's been a generational thing, and, but, with all that being said, like I said, I'm not giving the enemy no credit, like, at all. But I know he's out there and he's deceiving people um, with these things um, that it's okay to, you know, live this lifestyle. And it's not, you know, um, it's not. But I'm, what I'm not here to do is, you know, condemn you or send you to hell because I know the struggle. Like, I know how hard it is. You know to deal with it even after my own marriage you know i you know i left you know in my own transparency i left and thinking that you know i was just gonna go back and just you know just separate from my husband or whatever but knowing that that spirit was right there waiting like just just waiting like he knew that I was going to go back out there and do what I was doing even before I got married, you know, and he made the excuse of, you know, you made, you got married because you was running from me and I was, I got married just so I can run from it. And that's not what I needed. I needed God. I needed God to come in and, you know, love all of it out of me, you know? Um, and it was, you know, the love of the saints and the love of the people who prayed for me. Um, but, at the same time, I had to know and be willing to want to change my life because I, a girl was tired, honey. I was real tired out there. And, um, you know, the alcohol was just a way of numbing, you know, everything that was going on in my mind and everything that was people were saying about me, you know. And then sleeping around with women, it was like, okay, I'm, you know, I felt like the dominant one, like I was in control of my life. You know, I wasn't being told what to do. I wasn't, you know, having it to be submissive. I wasn't, you know, arguing all the time. I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have to deal with all that, man. Like, it was just too much, you know? And I felt like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to be, and that's it, that's all. Like, whatever. Like, if you like me, like me. If you don't love me, don't love me. It don't even matter. I'm out here in the streets, and this is what I choose, you know? But... The way God is set up, the way God is set up, let me tell you, he will send people in your life and the people that are already in your life will be like, no, you're just not going to give up like that, you know? And I can truly say, you know, my parents, all four of my parents, 
you know, they were there and they were displeased, highly displeased. Um, because why would, I mean, what parent wouldn't be, you know, especially if you've been raised, right, as I was in the church seven days a week, okay? Um, and still, you know, out there a while now. But to know that your daughter is out there, you know, living out, you know, this life that's displeasing, you know, it's quite disappointing. Um, but they were there for me in prayer after... You know, going through the emotions of it all, knowing that I wasn't going to bow down. You know, um, I wasn't really around family like that when I was out there. But, you know, because I knew the conviction, I knew that, you know, I didn't feel like hearing nobody. I didn't feel like hearing all of that. Just to be honest. Um, but on top of that, I had my leader. When I say, hmm. My leader, my apostle, my friend, like the man of God that, you know, teaches and talks to us about certain things. And I say this man never gave up on me. He didn't. When I say the man was calling me every day, every day, asking me what's going on. Like, what what is it that he needs to do? Like, what we need to talk about? What we need to, you know, counsel me? Like, what what is it? you know, that's keeping you out there, you know, and every time I talked to him, I cried, like, I was sick of crying, like, I was, I was sick of crying, because I was, like, I already, I was already condemned, I was already convicted in my own spirit, because I knew it wasn't right, but it felt so good, you know, I didn't want to leave, I didn't want to live my life, I didn't want to live a good life, I didn't want to live a holy life, I didn't, but to know that, you know, he was there calling me every day, you know, checking in on me, you know, on my breaks, he, you know, and even at times he would slide in, knock on the door, and be like, you good? You know, just pop up business, like, it was crazy, but that's what I learned about the pursuit of God, you know, um, with the ones that are truly holy, you know, the ones that are, you know, the ones that are in your life, you know, pulling you back, that, um, pulling you back into, where you, who you've been called to, your identity, your, you know, everything, who you are in God, pulling that out and killing the, killing everything that's been said to you and all that stuff, you know, you know, don't push them people away. I'm just saying. All that being said, the ones who are out there, if you're listening, if you're dealing with anything, again, it doesn't have to be, you know, anything with, you know, LBGT, it could be anything, it could be alcoholism, it could be smoking, it could be, you know depression it could be stress it could be a number of things that you're dealing with that you don't you know open up about um or you feel like you're you're alone and you're isolated you you know you feel like you're unreachable you feel like that god wouldn't accept you in the kingdom he wouldn't accept you because you don't went too far like you feel like you're dirty i'm just saying these are the things i felt um, and I ain't even started on me being diagnosed with HIV. We're going to come back in that with another one, another episode. But, um, living the lifestyle of that long. Um, and then again, if you, if you ever felt that way in any way, shape or form, God is there for you in all of it. I'm just saying, um, he's not that kind of God that people, you know, portray um, at times, um, let him come into your life, let him, 
show you who he is in your life and who he's called you to be. Show him, uh, Let him show you the love that you deserve. Let him show you your true identity in him because that's where our identity is in the first place. Um, the day that you were born, the times that you were even in your mother's womb, when, you, when your mother didn't even know who you are, what you was, what gender you were, whatever, you know, he was forming you uh, in the womb. He knew who you were going to be, what you were going to do, you know, the path that you were going to take. But he also knew that you were going to come back to him. Um, you, he knew that you were going to serve him. He knew that you were going to defeat the enemy that's within your life and other people's lives by sharing your story about how you were out there and you were struggling with this spirit you were struggling with these things and how you came out we all have a story of victory in our in our lives we have a testimony of victory because we found out who our father was we found out who um jesus was in our life we found out what true love was we found out what grace was really about we found out what mercy was really about you know by him teaching us and him showing us um, via through people and people's testimonies and, you know, allowing him to come into our lives uh, in, more intimate in our hearts and continuously to cleanse us and make us whole. You know, I know they say, you know, come as you are. It is true. Come as you are. Because some of these spirits, I'm telling you, we can't fight on our own. We can't. And I'm, you know, it's, it's a daily, it's a daily walk. It's not... Like, oh, I'm saved today and I don't got to deal with no spirits no more. Absolutely not. Because I promise you, after you say that prayer with the people of God at the altar, guess what? That spirit is waiting at you at the door. You know, he's going to be coming at you harder because then now, oh my God, now this person found out who they really are in God. And now I need to really just try to destroy them more because now my kingdom is in trouble. And he knows his kingdom is in trouble because we are going to come full strong for him. You know, and we're going to show that we are victors in God. We are victors in God because we know that God won in the end, in the, in the end anyway, from the beginning. You know, so he knows he lost. He's just trying to take everybody with him. But let me tell y'all something. We ain't going down with him, okay? We coming with God. We going back home with the Lord. Y'all hear me? <laughs> We're going back home, God. Um, and the devil is going to be defeated with him and all his little imps and whoever else is with him. But anywho, I just wanted to encourage y'all to know that God loves you. You never, you didn't go too far. You're not too dirty. You're not unworthy. You're, you're not who people say that you are. You're not even who you say you are. You know, just know that God is there with his arms open and he's knocking. If you hear his word, if you hear, if you see his arms stretched out, don't turn your back on him. Because we know in this world today, people dropping like flies. And you know, and tomorrow's not promised. Excuse me, tomorrow's not promised to neither one of us. So, if you hear my, if you hear my low voice or whatever kind of voice I got right now, because I don't know what I sound like. I thought probably sound like I'm rambling and rambling on and on. But at the same time, I just want to make it so clear via my testimony and via, you know, how good God is and what he has come 
to do in our lives and what he has done for us by dying on the cross, going through those beatings, going through, you know, what he'd been through those last three years of his ministry um, because he thought of us, you know. We wasn't even thought of in the people's eyes, but we was thought of in his mind, you know, and he knew that we were going to need him more and more nowadays uh, than more than ever. So, um, again, if you hear my voice and if you've ever been pondering, you know, let God come into your life. You know, I proclaim not to be, I claim not to be a prophet. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. I'm not nothing. I'm just a servant, as I always say. I'm a servant. I'm Tony LaShawn. I go by Sean, but a servant of God, and that's what I am. And I'm not, again, this is not to condemn you. This is not to, you know, tell you what you're going to do, what you have to do, or whatever, but making it a choice. You know, in God's word, he says, choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. And when you read on, it's two different. It's two scriptures. It's saying, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and God comes to give life more abundantly. Which one would you choose? And then He turns around and answers that question. He says, "Choose life. Choose life more abundantly, and He's going to take care of you." You know, He said, "Uh, come ye who are weary and heavy laden, and He's going to give you rest." You know, and it's not that we're always in a physical battle, but it could be a mental battle. It can be all kinds of battles going on, you know, within your identity and with your spiritual walk and all kinds of things. So come to God. I say it all the time. Come to God, come to God, come to God, because it's time. And that's just not what I like to say. I love to say it. But, you know what I'm saying, I just don't say it over and over again because I'm not doing it. I'm not going to tell you something I'm not doing. Like, I still struggle at times, and I'm here, and I'm I'm asking God daily, please come into my life daily, you know. And, you know, make me stronger every single day, you know. So I urge you to come to God. I urge you because it's time. It's past time. If you don't hear another, nothing else I say on this podcast, come to God. God is wanting you. God loves you. God is not mad at you. He's saying that, you know, his arm is not too short or his ears too heavy to hear you. But it's the things that we have that's distracting us, that makes us feel good, that makes us, you know, distracted in this world. You know, the sins that we're doing is, you know, keeping us far away from God. You know, so as soon as you acknowledge him, ask him to come into your life and continue to walk that walk. You know, it's not a, it's not a one night thing. It's a daily day thing. So again, come to God, and this is your girl Sean coming at you again with an encouraging video, and I'll come to talk to y'all later. Bye, yeah. Thank you for listening to Let's Be Real 100%, where we're 100% real about life. We hope that you enjoyed the topic today, and we hope that you trust God more and more each day, and we hope to see you next week.